Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns VIP Lounge brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We greatly appreciate your support. I'm Lindsay Smith, and I'm joined by Espo. And Espo, it is official. The Phoenix Suns are the first team in the league to reach 40 wins this season by taking down the San Antonio Spurs 115 to 110. How are you feeling this Sunday evening? Look, it doesn't have to be pretty as long as it gets done. And that was that was tonight. <laughs> I mean, we yes. put a Buscemi on the board and there's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that. And as uh, you know, I think we should call it Salty's Law. When you got Devin Booker <laughs> and you've got Chris Paul, everything's going to be all right. I mean, right. we talked about a pregame. I said this very well could be a game where they play with their food again and, and take care of it in the fourth quarter. And that's what happened. I mean, you see that 13 and a half point spread and it always makes me uncomfortable because it, there's no easy game necessarily in the NBA, but you know, the Suns are good enough to take care of business. That's, that's the hallmark of truly great teams is even if they kind of go through the motions for the first part of the game, if they close it out in the fourth, that's all that matters. The Suns team does that on a consistent basis. Does it concern me a little bit at times? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but but you know what? It's becoming very apparent that they are capable of flipping that switch. There are very few teams over the years that truly are. This is one of them. Yep. And they are now also on a league best 10-game win streak. I mean, like you said, it was a hard-fought battle. The Spurs were not going to just give this one up to the Suns. But thankfully, Crunch Time Suns proved once again to be too much. And, of course, with the win tonight, Monty Williams and his coaching staff are officially locked in as the Western Conference coaching staff for this year's All-Star Game. So, woohoo! Yay! One mission accomplished. I mean, that yes. was what the this team and the players were talking about as – as their current goal, well, they got that done. Mm-hmm. So let's move on, on to what those next goals are on the list and uh, bigger and better things. But I'm happy for Monty and that staff. Yeah, and like they've worked very hard over the years. Go ahead. Sorry, I can't. I can't tell if it was my internet or yours, but you were cutting out a little bit there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like it was also a little bit poetic that it happened against. 
uh, Pops Spurs, you know, like the connection between him and Monty Williams. And now he is coaching in his first all-star game. Like that's just really cool for him. And uh, cool to see that those guys were able to uh, do that for their head coach. Some Something that they've been trying to do for a little bit now, or at least publicly talking about trying to do for a little while now. But it wasn't exactly the prettiest of games, as you alluded to earlier. Um, so let's go to the bar to get things started. It was a no fun Capri Sun through three quarters of this game. <laughs> it was just it was it was not good. But you know what? A, uh, even a no fun Capri Sun uh, can taste good in the end. I mean, I remember those pouches as a kid. They weren't always what you wanted to really drink, but they tasted good anyways. You know, you're like, all right, I, I can deal with the Capri Sun. That was uh, that was tonight. It was a uh, it, it was sloppy, but. Uh, who the hell cares? It's win number 40. Yes, exactly. And also like the fact that they played kind of as lazy or sloppy or whatever kind of word you want to throw in there. And they were only down by five at halftime is still pretty impressive. It just goes to show that the Suns team, even when they're having an off night or just, you know, shots aren't falling, they're letting things slide on the defensive end they're still capable of winning and they will still win and beat you. So I think it was Kellen Olsen who tweeted out. Do you remember when um, other teams were doing things like this to the Suns a few years back where Uh the Suns would get up on a good team and we would all get really excited and then they'd come in and just crush our souls. We have become the soul crushing team of the NBA and I could not love it more. (laughs) Well, you know why that is, right? What? Because the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. And nobody can argue with that right now. That's the way they're rolling. This is now their second uh, double-digit win streak of the season. Obviously, mm-hmm. they had uh, the long one earlier back in December uh, that wrapped up back in December. They're now on a 10-game win streak here. And you got to be a really good team to pull that off. Uh, pedestrian teams, okay teams, just good teams don't pull that off. This is a great Suns team we're looking at right here. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into the fourth quarter there because that's when things really started to pick up for this Phoenix Suns team. That's where some players really started to just show up big. It all started with Ish Wainwright, Landry Shamit, and Chris Paul kind of turning things around early on in that fourth quarter to jumpstart this uh, comeback for the Phoenix Suns. Ish Wainwright game. We're kind of having a couple games in a row where we've seen some really positive things from him. What are you liking from uh, the big fella there? He's making shots. He's hustling. I mean, uh, I'll give him credit. Uh, Earlier in the year, you go, oh, oh, we found a a new Abdel Nader for for Monty, a guy that he's kind of fascinated with that he's going to give minutes to. But, you know, he's starting to... He's starting to gain some momentum and he's not just, you know, a guy that looks like he's going to run, run you over. Now he's a guy that's going to stress the floor, stepping out, hitting those threes, uh, adding that, that hustle, playing a stretch, a small ball stretch five, which, you know, if you'd said, Hey, uh, who's going to be a, a small ball stretch five on this team? I probably wouldn't have went, Ooh, Ish Wainwright. Let me put me down for that. But uh, he was a key part in, in that run. And I took that big charge uh, on the defensive end as well in the fourth. And uh, his his hustle and his shooting was rewarded. He was in there in, in crunch time. So, Yep, and he finished with a career-high 10 points. So 
Shout out to Ish Wainwright for a really good game. I uh, love to see it from that uh, big fella. I like to call him big because even though he's a little bit shorter than your traditional uh, center, he's still a uh, very large gentleman and he's very more of a strong. thick, thick man, yes. not a big yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And then, of course, sweet baby angel Cam Johnson. Also showing up really big, had another Cam jam in tonight's game, which you always love to see that. I love how Cam has kind of grown offensively. Um, you know, when they take away the three from him, he'll put the ball on the floor and he'll take it to the hoop. And that's something that teams are really going to have to start planning for and adjusting to with Cam. I would, I'd like to see him take it to the hoop a little bit more on a night where he's struggling from beyond the arc. I mean, I know you love him. I'm not talking trash. You know, I love me some Cam Johnson as well. But tonight was rough. <laughs> one from five, a uh, one for five from deep. So that's uh, that's uh, that's difficult. He only finishes with with 11 points uh, as the starter tonight in 36 minutes. I could have used a little more, but the the Cam Jam was uh, was much needed when it happened. So I, you know, I I'm okay with it. Uh, I'll let it slide <laughs> since he had had the jam there uh, to to try to uh, get things energized there in the fourth. So it's all right. He only scored 11. It, it's okay. But uh, his his buddy there picked up the slack. Uh, Mar- Mikhail uh, Bridges. I almost call him Mikhail Johnson. <laughs> How close these two are. The twins. You could, just, you could just call them by the by, – mix up their names and it's still all right. But uh, Mikhail Bridges had 26 and 8 on the night and you know that's they needed every one of those it yeah. was big and he had that great baseline they kicked it to him in the corner he kind of faked it went baseline up and under uh for the layup uh, that was big there late in the fourth as well so we're used to him coming up big on the defensive end late in games but he did it on the offensive end in particular on that up and under which was which was pretty i mean yeah. that was that was that's the kind of thing you see you know, a lot of times you'll see a guy make the move and not complete the basket. He went through and he did every bit of it and executed fantastically. Mm-hmm. And he had a, I don't know if you mentioned this, but it was a season high tonight for Mikel with those 26 points. Um, so great to see there were people in the comments earlier when we first started the stream that said, Mikel heard us. I've heard some people talking shit and he came out and he was like, okay, Pipe down, you guys. I got this. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, people, uh, people gonna hate. Uh, you know, but <laughs> like we've talked about, though, with Mikhail, what you need is consistency. Mm-hmm. We get six points one night, twenty six the next. I just need somewhere in the fourteen to sixteen range on a uh, on average on a regular basis. So I just know what to expect from him offensively. That's that, that's what I care care most about. So. Well, and like you said, Friday night, like when we were kind of talking about what he could be offensively or kind of maybe what the expectations were, he still had a really good night, even when we were talking about that offensively. So it's not like, you know, it's a huge glaring red flag from Mikel. It's just the next step in the progression. It's just what can make him and this team level up even more. So it's basically like us just wanting some icing on the cake. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We're we're greedy right now. All right. Yeah, exactly. Nine and we're like, hey, we really need more. All right. This just isn't good enough. Give us that <laughs> next. So exactly. this, Jesse, Jesse Friedman, one of our uh, voices on the uh, PHNX D-backs show 
asking, are we concerned about the chemistry between Cam Johnson and Mikhail Bridges with a Bengals Rams Super Bowl on the horizon? Oh, I expect two weeks of uh, shit talk, basically. Oh, totally. What, what I'm expecting, and uh, and they'll have fun with it. I, I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll impact uh, impact chemistry. I think it'll actually strengthen bonds because you know brothers like to make fun of each other, and uh, they're going to get a chance to do that over the next two weeks. I'm sure some money will be put on the line between the two of them, and like you said, a whole bunch of trash talk. Oh, I'm I sure think there'll be some probably... embarrassing bit. Oh yeah. I'm really looking forward to this because I really wish Cam had a Twitter. If Cam had a Twitter, could you imagine him and Mikel going back and forth through the Super Bowl game, um, just chirping at one another? That would be so much fun. Maybe it's time for him to get one just to it do that. It seriously is. Like, <laughs> just for this one time, then he can delete it afterwards if he wants to. But I, I think that would be so much fun. I, I would I love to be a fly on the wall in the room where they're probably going to watch it together and just see how that kind of plays out for the two of them. Just give me a live stream of the two of them watching the game together. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to watch that, you know. Maybe we should all tweet at Mikkel and tell him that they need to go live on Instagram at some point in time <laughs> during the game, not halftime because everyone loves the halftime show and it's a pretty legit lineup this year. But at some point in time, they need to go live on Instagram and just let us all into them watching this game together. The entire game. I don't want. I don't want five minutes. I want the entire thing. They That's they don't fair. have to do during commercials. I'll watch the commercials. or at least the fourth quarter. Fine, fine. I, I, I don't know though. That it could be a blowout by the fourth, That's and then true. and then we're only getting one side of trash talk. So, oh, man. Well, just at least something. You know what I mean? Anything at this point is better than nothing. <laughs> True. All right. Hello, saying Espo. will they be wearing gray sweatpants, Espo? That is a throwback joke on this show, but uh, I don't know. We can request it, maybe. I don't know <laughs> what this joke is, but I, I if it, it has anything it to do with what gray sweatpants represent these days in society, I think maybe we should steer clear yeah. of that one. I already yeah, I didn't know that. And that was kind podcast. of the joke. I, so <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Also, not surprising. No. <laughs> Oh, Why would I? You know? Exactly. I feel like that's not the content you consume on social media by any no. means. But nope. all I'm right. Good. Thanks. Moving on. Let's go ahead and name our draft king, king of the game. Tonight, it goes to none other than Chris Paul, who finished with 20 points, 19 assists, and eight rebounds. Just two rebounds shy of grabbing triple doubles, two nights or back to back games in a row. Chris Paul has been on an absolute tear as of late, and it has been such a joy to watch him just be so masterful out there on the court. Can we talk about crown placement? I don't even. Oh, it's like I barely even. What is this one? Like, (laughs) it's like he's covering a bald spot or something with a tiny crown in the back. I don't don't know what that is. Explain yourself. Explain uh, yourself the, right now. Shane. I'm getting the double bird right now from Shane in the production. <laughs> hey, box, you know, so. it, sometimes artists have to be creative, and that's what I was doing tonight. Um, I'm sorry if you don't appreciate the abstract, but that's what I'm specializing in this week, at least. I've never, ever can accused you of being an artist except for your musical work uh, as DJ Father. So That's fair. Okay, I'm going to disappear right. now. Uh, get out of here. Uh, yeah, no, look, Chris Paul, uh, you know, some people, anytime, you know, he, he has a few games in a row, they want to act like he's washed. Well, guess what? He's not washed. He's playing as good as he ever has. 
and he is a master at realizing, hey, we need we need some offense right now. I'm gonna hit a few of those middies. I need mm-hmm. to set up my teammates. They need it more. I'm gonna do that. Like he he just picks and chooses. Oh, we need we need some rebounding in this moment. I'm gonna be the guy to get that done. Like, and then he's still teaching throughout the game, talking to his teammates. This is prime Chris Paul. I don't care what his age says. Age is but a number when it comes to Chris Paul right now. We are seeing a master at work. Shane talks about artists. We're looking at a true artiste. A, a guy who's painting a masterpiece, not a guy who's putting tiny crowns in weird places. We're talking about a guy who's painting what may be the finest piece of his entire career this season. Uh, Monica said Shane equals the guy, the host bully the most. Uh, yes, yes, but it's because we love him the most. That's why, you know what because I mean? He's like, the best producer on the network. Yeah. When, when you give somebody too many flowers, especially when they're really close to you and they hear all the flowers you give them, you also got to give them a little grief every once in a while just to even things out a little bit. <laughs> um, Chris said in the comments, CP3 is different since his son called him up. I really like that comment and I fully agree with that because it has seemed like since his son was kind of kind of like, hey, here's some things y'all got to start doing a little bit differently to turn things around there. I think it was what, late December? When that happened, Chris Paul seems like he's just been, he's rejuvenated, if you will, even though he's playing 40 (laughs) plus minutes tonight. What did he have? 40 minutes tonight. Yeah. Even though he's playing close to 40 minutes, if not more than 40 minutes each night recently. You got to love that when, when your own kid can motivate you like that. Uh, maybe we don't know. Maybe the uh, Raptor is also Devin Booker's son, and that was uh, mm. the motivation he needed. But you gotta, you gotta love that. By the way, happy belated birthday now? to Chris. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Chris. Chris. Uh, Hope you had a really good one, um, and that this is your best year yet. So happy birthday! Thank you for joining us always and all your support. We appreciate you. Um, Hello says, wow, Shane. Lindsay says she has flowers for everyone but you. No, I give Shane all the flowers. I just I just do it to his face most of the time. (laughs) She said she's not gonna give him all the flowers all the time. Not that she's gonna give him not gonna give him any. Yeah. I'm the guy that doesn't give him any. That's that's facts. That's facts. On the show, I'm not gonna. In person, maybe, but yeah, we won't tell anybody about that, Shane. So Brian said, so we haven't lost to the Spurs in a whole year now. I yeah, I think so. I think it's Six straight, if I recall correctly, it's six straight um, that the Suns have beat the Spurs. Which Do you is, know off the top of your head? Uncharted territory. I mean, let's let's be honest. It's just uh, it's just almost uncomfortable after how the Spurs treated the Suns for so many years. But it's it's nice. It's it's nice to be on this end of things. So. Yeah, so the Suns um, have a six-game win streak over the Spurs, which is the tied as the longest winning streak over the Spurs in franchise history. The Suns also swept the season series with San Antonio this year, 4-0. The first time Phoenix has swept the season series over the Spurs since 1983-84. So before, I feel like a lot of the people in the chat were even born, all of us, so... 1983-84... The first year I was on this planet, almost almost <laughs> exactly, uh, was uh, was the last time they did that. That that's unbelievable. Yeah, it it's. I mean, it's just it's interesting to see how everything has kind of just shifted. 
Like the only thing that's pretty constant, I feel like right now is, or at least that has been constant over the last couple of years is still the Warriors. I mean, they did have that little slump for a minute there, but they kind of came right back out of it pretty quickly. But outside of that, I feel like there's so many things that are changing around the league. And I'm, I'm really glad that that's the case. Like, it's nice to see that the Warrior, or I mean, the Lakers are struggling and not just because I'm being petty and it's like everyone hates the Lakers, but it is nice to see that other teams are getting a little bit more attention, like the Phoenix Suns and then even Cleveland and Chicago. Like, those are fun teams to watch. And it's it's neat to see at Memphis. Memphis is super exciting. And like, who'd have thought Memphis of all places, right? Yeah, I mean, look, the only thing consistent in the league is Lakers fans are still assholes. Other than that, uh, everything is completely different around basketball, and, and I love it. That's that's part of what makes basketball so interesting is there is a, a great amount of parity even with super teams, right, with guys de- deciding to join up. There still is a lot of uh, surprises that happen year in and year out, and, and that's what I love about the NBA, and I think this whole uh, – uh, this whole play-in situation as well is added to that because nobody is, is ever fully out of it. It keeps things mm-hmm. interesting throughout, which I, I, I love that Adam Silver uh, and the league embraced that and decided let's make this as interesting as possible. And uh, mm-hmm. which, you know, the, it's like the Suns with the fourth quarter of, of all games. They go, let's make this interesting now. <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> we'll wait till the end and then, yeah, we'll make it interesting. Um, oh goodness gracious. I was supposed to tell. Okay. So we know who's going to be in the Super Bowl, and we have talked about the twins and just all the kind of shenanigans that are going to probably happen between the two of those. But, um, now we've got the moment that we're all, we've all been waiting for since September. It's, it's finally here in honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports party Bettner. Sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56 is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. So bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If you're not a new customer, don't worry. You can still experience Super Bowl 56 with same game parlays. So as we all know, you combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. And the more legs you add, the more money you can win. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. So you can deposit and withdraw your money whenever you want. So if you have not already, be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code PHNX when you sign up, because when you use that promo code, you're going to get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins with promo code PHNX at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's 21 and older only, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Are you concerned? Um, well, I guess, okay, I feel bad kind of bringing this up, but I hope <laughs> that Landry Shamit is okay. Because oh, it was super disappointing to see him, especially in the way that he got injured there, just like stepping on Cam Johnson's shoe, twisting his ankle and leaving the game right after he actually made a bucket too that really helped this team out and kind of like sparked a little bit of energy back into the team. Hopefully he is okay. Gerald Borgay should be joining us anytime now from the Footprint Center, and hopefully he'll have an update. Um, 
but man, I really was hoping that we would see, I'm glad Saul's not here tonight to talk about Landry because I was really hopeful that this was kind of a launching pad for him Friday night's game to kind of turn things around a little bit, find a little bit more offensive rhythm, maybe a little more confidence out there after that performance. But he really seemed to struggle a lot tonight. He was one of six from the field, one of four from deep, and he only had that three-point bucket that I talked about in the fourth quarter, which which was great. But yeah. I'm just so, so disheartened by that. Yeah, I mean, you never want to see a guy injured. I don't care how poorly he's playing or, or whatever's going on. Uh, you never want to see that, and, and I hope it's nothing serious. I was in the same boat. I was hoping that 18 the other night was going to get mm-hmm. him going, that he, it, you know, with shooters – Sometimes it just takes getting a little confidence back, right? And and just realizing, okay, I can hit these, you know, because sometimes it's just in your head. It's a mental game in a lot of ways. And I was hoping that was kind of the thing to push Shamit over the edge and, and start to hit those. But he was, it just, the shot, he's not afraid to shoot them, but it's just, he's not in a rhythm. He can't get, yeah. get those falling from deep. And that's the reason you signed him was because he could be a threat from beyond the arc and, and an easy bucket from beyond the arc. And it's just mm-hmm. not happening. Uh, and like I said, you don't want to see anybody injured, even if they're not playing well, but, uh, but man, that guy needs, needs something to come through to, to wind up uh, just starting to roll. I, I hope that we're at a, we get to a point where the dam just kind of breaks and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, this is why James Jones up to this guy. This is what he can do and what he can mean to this offense. And I thought we would have been there. I thought December was probably mm-hmm. the month and we just have not seen it. I mean, the closest we got was, uh, was Friday night. And, uh, and that's not even, I mean, it wasn't sustainable tonight and and that's unfortunate. Yeah. It's, it's really unfortunate. I really wish that Landry could just kind of figure out what it is that he needs to kind of tweak or just, uh, work on a little bit to become a little more consistent for this team, at least offensively, just because I feel like if go ahead. I was just gonna say, Brittany brings up a good point with, with, you know, campaign out and Peyton playing that spot. If Shamit's out for any time, who's taking those minutes. You're down to basically the bottom of the barrel with guys and you may get creative. You may see, uh, you know, a, a Cam Johnson shift to the two and play, Ish Wainwright at at the three, or you're you're gonna have to just you're gonna have to mess with lineups again, especially uh, that that bench unit, and they're gonna have to get creative. This is again, you're looking at it, and this is why I'm a proponent of making a move before the deadline, so you can sure that up even more. I mean, you're getting mm-hmm. deeper and deep and deeper into this uh, into this roster, and they fi- keep finding a way to to win, but you need some reinforcements on this on this roster guys that can maybe even take some of Landry's uh minutes long term here if he can't get it together uh, and yeah I don't know if if he can't go uh when we're talking Tuesday night it's it's going to be interesting to see what those bench rotations look like yeah that'll be that'll definitely be really interesting uh taboos tidbit said put McKellar cam at the two use cam shooting and McKell's mid-range so book can rest yeah, I mean, you're going to have to, again, you're going to have to experiment, which mm-hmm. is not, I mean, it's not the worst thing this time of year with, the, you know, with this kind of a, a lead 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> above everybody else in the West because the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA and they've earned themselves the right to experiment a little with their roster if need be. Uh, but you can mess with it because maybe you'll find something that uh, that you can use later on in the playoffs. Maybe a group that you hadn't thought about putting together that really cooks and can continue to do that throughout the year. There, There's ways to look at this somewhat as a blessing in disguise because it can let Monty uh, kind of mess around with things a little bit. Uh, Brittany, again, in the chat brought up another interesting point, though. She says CP3 has taught the team as way of internal load management. No taking games off. Just take off the first three quarters that you'll be pulling. <laughs> I know it's probably a little tongue-in-cheek, but I also don't think – I think there's a little glimmer of truth in it, right? Where, yeah. Where it's very clear that they understand – we can conserve some of that energy. We just have to mm-hmm. be ready to push through, right? And and take it over in the uh, you know in the the last but quarter like, and a half. Why not flip flop that and just go all out in the first three? Conserve your energy entirely in the fourth, so that we're uh, not over here like. <laughs> I mean, because don't get me the, wrong. Clutch time sense is fun, but at, every once in a while, it'd be great to just sit back with your feet up and chill. The, the problem is it's the NBA. So even a 20, 25 point lead in that That's first true. or second quarter can same. get whittled down. So then again, mm-hmm. then you're having to come back in anyways. Would I like for them to have big leads, blow a team out every once in a while? Of course, I would love to see that. But I also understand that these guys uh, are smart enough to pace themselves as well. And that Chris Paul's kind of been the example of that, the leader of that, if you will, throughout this, you know, and, and they they are the ones that are dictating the pace. They're dictating how things are how things are going. They're dictating how the defense has to play them. You know, it's you know, okay, you're gonna guard the three, we're gonna hit the mid range. You take out the mid range, we're gonna rely on that three point shooting. You do take away both of those, we're gonna get to the hoop. This team has every aspect that they can do. Uh, you know, and they can they can pick and choose that, and it becomes more difficult when you're missing as many guys as they are. But at full mm-hmm. at full strength, this team can pretty much you know treat them like a marionette, play them however they want, and be the puppeteer in that, and and just get it get it working. And that's what you want because come playoff time, you're going to need uh, you know the ability to kind of control the way the game's played, whether it's half court, whether you're pushing the pace at times. So I'm glad they're they're showing the propensity for this year because that wasn't quite where they were last year. That's that's one of those evolutionary steps this team's taken is you can trust in that. Where last year it was like, oh maybe it won't work out. You know maybe they'll uh, they'll play around a little too much and they won't be able to pull it out in the end. But this year they've shown they've kind of mastered that. Josh said the Phoenix Sun's sole purpose is to take 10 years off of my life with heart issues. Brittany said, I'm just thankful this was not an 8 PM start after that close one. I agree. Cause I feel like when it gets really close, it's even harder for me to like settle down at the end of the night. So I ended up staying up a lot later than I should. Edward said, what's great though, is Sun's playing with walking wounded and we're still winning games. And then we also yeah. have eight, in Productions. Hello from Mexico. Good game. Thank you for joining us. We're happy to have some international fans. I think we had quite a few a couple games back tune in from different places around the world. So now we have somebody from Mexico joining us. Um, Welcome. 
I'm glad you could uh, read some Spanish because I, I certainly can't. I, uh, <laughs> I got you, Espa. I could do right, a little thank bit. You. I got you a little bit. <laughs> you. Even though some people assume Esposito is Hispanic, it, it is not. I cannot read Spanish. So Then we got a, a super chat from Book. Espo, can you remind me who the best team in the NBA is? Man, I'm going to have to do this 40 times tonight for each win yep. they have. Yep. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. Hell, the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the world. Suck it, Lakers. <laughs> had a little uh, little sprinkle on top there. Just had to get a jab in at the oh, Lakers while we're one, at One it. more. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. You heard me right, Warriors jabronis. There you go. <laughs> Somebody called us jabronis in the chat earlier, and it made me giggle a lot because I have not heard that word in so long, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Brady <laughs> brings up a good point. There's a lot of idiots out there that are saying, "Oh, the Suns have been healthy." You know, it's been the Suns have been healthy. They're one of the healthier teams yeah. in the NBA. It's not the truth. They just people are just lazy and they don't even look it up. So they just want to go. Oh, that's why they're winning. No, maybe they're winning because they're just better than everybody else. How about that? You know, it's so interesting that there's always an excuse for everybody but the Suns. Like, okay. Like the one that Brittany just brought up, people making an excuse that we're so-called healthy. Like we're clearly not the healthiest team in the NBA and we've had our struggles as far as injuries go. Then if you look to like the MVP side of things, right? A lot of the arguments are, oh, well, you have if you have two MVP candidates, they're going to cancel each other out because MVPs are the people that if you took them away from their team, their team would just crumble, something of that sort, Right. The Warriors are going to have four all-stars and you're going to tell me that if you took Steph away only, if they, if they have four all-stars, then he has help the same way that Devin has helped the same way that Chris Paul has helped. Oh, Somebody else yeah. brought up that they, the Grizzlies started their win streak when jaw was out. So clearly they're able to win in some capacity without him. It's just, it's just kind of annoying that it's always an excuse for everybody, but the Suns. Whatever. Go ahead. Sorry, I you just know, had to rant be, for a little bit. No, I appreciate it. Go ahead. Just, uh, just, just, just you can let it out because honestly, you know, I, 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 you, everybody knows I have propensity for Taylor Swift. So haters going to hate. All right. So just shake it off. It's all right. You know, oh, it's going to be fine. Gosh, you, just, uh, it's, it's just, it comes with the territory, right? If you're going to be good, if you're going to be great, mm -hmm. It's going to come with hate, right? In, in yeah. any walk of life, it's going to come with people doubting and people taking shots and people nitpicking and being, you know, oh, well, they can't do this. I mean, in any with individuals, with teams, in sports, in music, we love to build people up to kick them off that pedestal. And the Suns are just at that point where they're just going to take pot shots from people. And that's fine because when you're sitting with 40, you know, with 40 wins, you know, before you get to double digit losses, you're all right. You don't have to care what other people are saying about you. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Espo, it's time to take your shot presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. So COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. And the shot tonight, it, it was actually two of them. It was a double shot, if you will. Came in that, late in that fourth quarter. Devin Booker hitting back-to-back -back threes. A big part of the, I believe it was a 9-2 to two run to end the game and close out 
this game. Uh, when you need him, he's there. And it was just, they didn't even, I don't even think they touched the net. I think they went, I think they just went straight through no net, no rim, just, just beautiful. So, but, so that's, that's my shot tonight. That is a double shot there. Uh, no better tonight than those two buckets. Shoot or shoot. And once again, COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. Uh, Josh, I am not secretly a Swifty. I am 100,000% a Taylor Swift backer. Somewhere in this studio, I actually have an autographed Taylor Swift CD as well. So there, there's no there's no subtlety to my love of, of Taylor Swift. <laughs> Hey, that's okay, Espo. We support it 100%. Uh, you don't um, have to. I don't care. No, I'm fine with it. I think you should listen to whatever music you want to listen to. So Adam asked, where's Gerald? Has he been kidnapped? I just messaged him actually to see where he was. Um, he is currently talking with Mikhail and Cam. So in a few minutes, he'll be joining us. So Espo, we just got a few more minutes before uh, Gerald gets here with some updates from the team. But Adam mentioned earlier in the show, um, we should sign Monty's son to a 10-day contract. Did you see the video of his son kind of make the rounds on social media today? I think he dropped like, I don't remember, was it 27 points in his game? What? Yeah. I, I've been... Uh... Uh, I've been on dad duty all day. The missus is sick, so I did oh. not see this. But I need to go. I need to go check this out. If Monty's a kid has that kind of potential, bring him in. Why the hell not? Yeah. So I, I, I feel like okay. If you guys remember thirty-two points, Adam. Okay, Adam, help me out with this because I can't remember. I'm just kind of like guessing at this point, but I feel like he's twelve or fourteen. He's really young. He's about a foot and a half taller than everyone else on that court, which I'm okay with. He's playing in his age range, of course. Obviously, a lot of people in the comments are saying, like, why not play up in the next age group? But you still learn and you still grow by playing with people your own age, and I don't think that's a problem. Don't um, hate on the kid dominating. Yeah. Come on. Okay, These so he's the same 14. people that complain about DA. Jeez. Yeah, he's 14. Um, he's like I said, he's massive. Brittany said Monty's kid is already taller than most of our team at age 14. He is. He was dunking the ball like it was just really cool to watch. And I think at one point, too, he kind of came over to Monty and Monty was obviously giving him some words of wisdom. And it was cool because he was also hustling back like he wasn't just, you know, focusing only on on the offensive side of things, he was also working on, you know, getting back on defense. And it was just kind of neat to see like a young kid kind of growing up with Monty as your dad, how interesting that would be. Let, let's be honest. He's got the genetics. Yeah, right? totally. I mean, his dad played in the league. Uh, he's got access to some of the best players in the world to get advice from. I'm sure, I'm sure dad lets him come down and, and uh, CP3 and book, are talking him up a bit. So I, 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 more power to him, man. Go out there and dominate at 14. I don't care if you're a foot taller than everybody. There's plenty of kids that are taller than other people that can't do jack. So go out there and dominate and prove it. Just whoop some ass and, uh, and they'll remember the name. And that's awesome about if it. If nothing else, it helps with their confidence and just getting them ready for the next level. Alex said that he plays for the AZ Monstars top team in the country. That's pretty I cool. I did not know that. I don't know. I don't know my, uh, 
I don't know very much either, to be honest with you. I, we gotta we gotta look into that. But it's also kind of hard because like they're playing at the same time as the Suns and the NBA. It's a lot. It's a lot to juggle. That's for sure. And it's not readily available on TV or the ESPN right. app or anything like that. I'm gonna have to go out of my way to watch some 14 year old basketball, but maybe we'll happen. We'll make it happen. <laughs> By the way, Mike B says uh, Adele, bro. Yeah, I understand Adele's good too. I like Adele as well. Thank you very much. Yeah, Adele. They're both solid. They all have really good. Everyone's got really good music these days. It's all coming out pretty, pretty awesomely. Yes. Yeah, so. Can we trade Shamit for Monty's son? <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I, we might I have to know. wait a few years. Would Landry dominate the 15-year-old seed? I don't I don't know. We'll, we can find out, maybe. Connor said Monty and his kid used to come into the YMCA that I work at. Connor, tell us stories. That How awesome is that? Though? That's like, so cool. M Monty's just like, look, we have access to all these other gyms, but I want to take you down to the Y. Let's get some run in like every other kid. So Yeah, that would be super cool. Okay, so one thing that I did see, let me find it. Gerald tweeted out that we have a new Montyism. So the oh. new, well, maybe. Is this, are we going to consider this a new Montyism? Shared success is the best success. Yeah, is this, that is are a we Montyism. The board? Yeah, that, that is, I, and I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess that that was in, uh, in reference to being asked how it feels that his guys wanted to get him as the all-star coach so badly. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's where shared success is the best success comes out. I guarantee it. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So Sean Murphy, shout out to you, Sean, just DM me on Twitter with uh, the link to Monty's son, the yeah. highlight reel. So he's 14 and he put up 32 points in his game. Like that's just incredible. All Lindsay's right. brave. She's got those DMs open. That uh, that that would would trouble me. I don't know. I don't have a problem. I feel like most <laughs> people are pretty respectful these days. Like, or at least <laughs> famous last week. Okay, <laughs> I know, right? I feel like a lot of people with me anyway. Everyone who has been around like the sun space has been really respectful okay. for the majority of my career. Like, I've had a handful of rogue things and like stuff of that nature. Um, but thankfully nothing too insane. A lot of that ended, um, I think a couple years ago, a couple laws were passed about certain things could be considered. You could get in a lot of trouble for doing some things in people's DMs basically. <laughs> right. And I think a lot of things calmed down at that point because I think it was my second season into the suns. Things kind of started to, to chill out as far as like ridiculous DMs, you still get some, but they're not like, Oh my God, my I'm blind kind let's, of DMs. If you catch my drift, let's make, let's make it clear. If anybody slides into Lindsay's DMs and does anything creepy, Shane and I are coming to your house and performing sticks kid <laughs> on, loop on for repeat. 24 straight hours. That will be the punishment that you will have to endure. So deal with that. Uh, speaking of sticks kids, Vince S says, everyone's talking about Adele and Taylor Swift. But has anyone heard of the sticks song? <laughs> Damn. Did straight. you put that? Did you put that on our YouTube as just like, did you make <laughs> no. like a music video? So no, people I have can not go punished listen to anyway. it? Uh, DJ Father, a full music video with uh, Sticks Kid. Yeah, I mean, hey, whatever you do. Get, 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 get dollars behind it. I'm about it. We can go crazy. <laughs> you can get a, get, a, get a mansion, start throwing money. It's, it, it, it'd be crazy. I mean, you know, I wasn't necessarily like, 
saying you got to make an actual oh, no, music you poked video. The, you, took, you poked the bear. We're doing okay, it Okay, fine. I oh. was just going to say, whatever you put up when you played it for us, didn't you have like the cartoon heads? Yeah. You could just did, put but... that on YouTube. Oh, no, no, no. Guess, you guess put what? the idea in my mind. The remix is coming. <laughs> We're remixing that bad boy. Jacob Franklin, who's in charge of our production, said you have zero budget, yeah. Shane. Shane, uh, Shane and I actually have access to the... Uh, to the credit card so don't you worry unlimited budget shane (laughs) we're gonna make we're gonna make the sticks kid remix the greatest music video of all time oh my gosh that'd be so funny but i i don't know about that one but it's worth a shot i feel like it could absolutely do some decent numbers on youtube because people would probably be playing it ironically (laughs) and then showing their friends so we uh just saying we actually uh, could use some of the footage of Sticks watching the Sticks Kid video and the music video too. So you absolutely be, could bless just, his heart for like humoring you guys on that one. Manuel says, "Bro, I'm telling you, Shane looks like a well put together Ben Falcone, Melissa McCarthy's husband." And oh my God, that is spot Hold on. on. I had never seen it, but that is spot on. So Hold on, Ben Falcone. Look it up. Hold, please. <laughs> okay, kind of. Yeah, no, more than kind of. <laughs> the well-put-together version of it. It's true. Yeah, definitely more well-put-together version, that's for sure. But, okay, kind of like, kind of looks like you could be related to him. <laughs> <Vince asked. laughs> that's hilarious. If the Sticks song went viral, Sticks would have started the All-Star game over Wiggins. See, it's your fault, Espo. You should have put it on YouTube earlier. We're not K-pop stars. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's that's why Wiggins started. It's it like, could have become a TikTok song. Did, Who knows? did you see that whole thing? That, that K-pop? I didn't. I remember you telling me about it that i mean but what was it though so so the this they signed him as an ambassador for the for the warriors and then he tweeted out uh, clay thompson hashtag nba all-star and oh. boom you can actually see a spike in the charts of when uh we were literally talking about that earlier this season, that the Suns should go after different celebrities to bring yep. them in, create partnerships, to just bring more eyeballs and awareness to this team from, like, more of a casual NBA fan. And case in point, right there. K-pop, right there. baby. All we're right, gonna Gerald's get a K-pop here, guys. Start. Sorry. We're just going to make Gerald wait in the background because he made us wait so <laughs> yeah, long. Yeah, because we're talking about K-pop, here. and that's so yeah. important. We're just let's bring in Gerald Bort. <laughs> hey, Girth, how are you? Oh no, we're, we gotta kill that one for it, girl. <laughs> Literally the first words out of his mouth are oh, oh no. That, that's a first. I don't think I've ever gotten the oh no as the first thing out of the gates. Oh my what god. Did, uh, what did Mr. Monty Williams have to say out there tonight, Gerald? Yeah, I mean, obviously, one of the big things we asked him about was securing that uh, coaching spot in the all star game. That's a big one. And, and he was. You know, very grateful, and you could tell they had a nice, you know, team moment in the locker room celebrating that. But he also, in typical Monty fashion, just kind of deflected it and gave credit to everyone around him. You know, he mentioned all the people around him, his coaching staff, players, the people that sacrifice behind the scenes so that he can go out there and coach basketball for a living. He always has that perspective. So um, it, it's pretty cool to see him get that recognition, especially since he got hosed for Coach of the Year last year. Um, so that was pretty cool. And then the other big thing was seeing some Ish Wainwright at the five. Um, everybody was very complimentary of the job that Ish did tonight. 
um, just how he stayed ready, how this team has so much trust defensively to be able to make that kind of in-game switch and how hard he's worked to pick up these concepts and be ready to go when his number is called. I think he played the whole fourth quarter, which is pretty impressive for a guy that, you know, we've talked about very sparingly over the last, you know, couple of months. Is that where we got the new Montyism from? That you yeah, tweeted uh, out? Is that, was that when he mentioned that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. I, I think it was another question about the all-star thing. Um, and he was talking about, what is it? Shared success is the best success. I think yeah, it was. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. So we have a new Montyism alert. Um, yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's very cool because you could just tell how happy all the guys were for Monty and, and they had mentioned it before that they wanted to secure this best record so that they could lock him in for that spot. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Did you get any updates on Landry by chance? Yeah. So we asked Monty about that and he said he didn't have, they didn't have any official update other than the one the Suns tweeted out that uh, it's a right ankle sprain for him and he wouldn't return to the game, but that was like with two, three minutes left in the game. So we don't know the severity yet. We'll probably get an update if they practice tomorrow. Okay. So I know we've already talked about it. I know there's going to be trash talk between Mikel and Cam, and I'm <laughs> sure you guys jumped to bring it up to them to let them yep. know. <laughs> I'm sure they found out in the locker room, but you guys obviously had to ask them about it. What were they saying? Well, it was great because they showed up. Mikhail Bridges shows up in a Jalen Ramsey jersey to his press conference, of course. Um, and so we asked him about it. And, and Mikhail said, we're twins. You know, we're, we're twins for now. And, you know, sometimes every now and then twins have to fight. And Cam Johnson goes, that'll be next week. So <laughs> they're already. And then Cam had to end it with a who day before he walked off at the end of his press conference and, and Mikhail just stood there and looked at him and started booing into the mic. So <laughs> they've already got a good sense of humor about it. Um, but that should be fun because i never would have known that, you know, you, a Bengals fan, you'd hardly see them in the wild Rams fan kind of same deal. So it's kind of cool that they get to like talk little friendly team trash to each other. Did, did anybody tell cam that Ocho Cinco actually said he's a fan of, uh, of Cam Johnson. You know, I don't know if they did. I was going to actually ask him about that, but I got distracted because Mikhail started <laughs> saying something ridiculous. <laughs> but um, no, I'm tomorrow sure he would have practice. loved that. Yeah, tomorrow yeah. if we get a chance to talk to Cam, I will definitely have to ask him about that. Yeah, and we we need to set up a meeting, a Zoom meet between those two guys. Uh, I think that'd be <laughs> very entertaining. What did uh, what Mikhail say about his game tonight? Obviously, mm. uh, had his season high tonight with uh, 26 grabbed those eight boards uh, and had that amazing up and under late mm-hmm. in the fourth. What did, uh, what did he have to say about that evening? Yeah. He, he just said he's been more comfortable. And this is something we've talked to Monty a little bit about over the last couple of games or so with Mikhail's kind of higher scoring outputs is that he's a lot more comfortable attacking off the second side. So when the Suns get into the lane, when they get that penetration, um, that paint to great as Monty calls it, Mikhail is attacking those closeouts on, on the weak side and he's become so good at it, being able to take one to two dribbles and either pull up for a pull up jumper or take it all the way to the basket. Um, and when he's doing that on top of hitting threes and being effective in transition and playing his defense, you know, he's a legitimately, you know, he's a two way star on the rise in this league. So we haven't gotten that part of his game as often as we might have liked. Uh, so far this season, because, you know, at the beginning of the season, we talked about him being like, you know, legitimate third option. 
but we're seeing flashes of it, and that's what it's going to take in the playoffs when teams really hone in on Devin Booker and Chris Paul. So it's good to see him doing that and kind of building confidence. Monty said this about the Ish Wainwright at the five minutes, but it kind of goes for a lot of stuff like this now during the regular season against a Spurs team that has a losing record at home. This is the time to experiment with some stuff like that that can really help you in the playoffs. So they got a glimpse of Wainwright at the five. They got a glimpse again at what Mikhail Bridges can do off the dribble. So these are all things that could help them down the road. So I know that um, Cam Johnson didn't exactly have the, sorry, didn't have the best offensive uh, performance tonight. He did contribute in really big ways, but we also saw another Cam slam there. And I know you tweeted out about him tonight. What do you just like about the way that Cam has kind of been playing lately since coming back from missing a few games? And what do you think we might see out of him throughout the remainder of the season? So I think with him, it's been a matter of adjustments because we've talked, especially earlier in the season, about how the coaching staff continually tells him, you know, they have that let it fly mentality. But for Cam, you know, that goes double because he is a guy that hits those tough shots all the time, no matter how far back they are or how contested they are. He's just that pure of a shooter. So now that he's been shooting those shots without a conscience lately, defenses have adjusted to that and are closing out harder. And we saw that on the Cam slam was that his defender was right up on him and it opened up that easy driving lane for him to throw one down. Um, You know, someone asked him if he would be interested in the three point contest. And he said, definitely. And I followed up. How about the slam dunk contest? (laughs) Cause you had that one. Uh, And he was, you know, he had a good sense of humor about it, but I think with him lately, he's attacking the rim a lot more because defenses are closing out on him so quickly. So he's still hitting those three pointers, but he's also getting to the basket really well. Well, Gerald, I uh, appreciate you being out there as always and uh, getting the latest, even though you made us wait. We'll, uh, we'll deal with it because uh, you uh, you get us the good information and we truly appreciate it. And we'll uh, catch up with you tomorrow for our All audio. right. One last thing, though, real quick oh, before okay. you leave. We got to tell you. So we you got to ask Cam about Ocho Cinco tomorrow mm-hmm. practice, if they have mm-hmm. practice, of course. Right. And then you also have to let Cam and Mikhail know sometime before the Super Bowl that we respectfully request them to go live on Super Bowl Sunday together so that we can watch the banter happen. So just, <laughs> yeah. just plant the bug in their ear. Let them know mm-hmm. it's what the fans want, what the people need. So that hopefully they'll make plans to do this for us. Let them know they can do it live on uh, the PHNX Suns feed. We're fine with that. Whatever it takes. I'll I'll see if I can't plant a seed there. Yes, exactly. All right. Thanks, Gerald. We'll see you later. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. We got a couple couple super chats. That's what I was going to do. All right. uh, Han in the chat with dropping a double uh, super chat saying uh, sticks will seek damages against Espo for ruining his career. Uh, thanks for the nine ninety nine for my legal fees, I guess. We'll, we'll see how <laughs> well, your lawyer is the cove crazy. He'll give you a discount, right? He, he works pro bono for me. Hey, Oh, there you go. He's, he's not a very good lawyer is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no. And then, uh, and then Han also dropping nine ninety nine to say, Cam turn the game around with his brave drives. And, and I agree with that. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, that dunk kind of set the tone and, uh, and really, awoken the beast so yeah it was a really fun game in the fourth quarter anyway it was not very fun in the first three quarters but 
I will take a really fun fourth quarter and three quarters of just eh, and a Suns win any day. Because I, I even if the game was exciting and super fun and we lost, it wouldn't be nearly as fun at the end of the day. By the way, Lindsay, apparently the Cove crazies think you're just covered in tattoos uh, that people are unaware of. That's why I always wear long sleeves. Yeah, double sleeves. And little known fact, when she takes off the beanie, it's a wig. It's all tattoos <laughs> under the wig. Full head tattoos. <laughs> honestly, honestly um, if I had picked a different career path in life, I probably would have quite a few. Right. Um a, more. I have a couple, but they're just more in like places that can stay covered with professional quote unquote clothing. Um, so yeah, I got a those aren't our real eyebrows tattooed on. <laughs> Actually, fun, I really want to get my eyebrows, uh, my eyebrows, my eyebrows microbladed, but I really don't want to drop 500 bucks yeah. on it. And I'm also nervous somebody's going to screw it up. Don't, don't do it. My 90 year old grandmother did it and she always looked like she was surprised. So. Yeah. I'm really nervous about it. I'm really nervous. My favorite, I'll give you guys one inside in my favorite tattoo. So it's on the inside of my finger and it's a, a dead fish skeleton. And I just got it just because. And that's my favorite tattoo for sure. It's a little faded, but it's my favorite one. The other one yeah. is a giant T-Rex on her back <laughs> eating a fish. Don't know what go. it means, but it's there. So There you go. And that's it. <laughs> and with that, we will say goodbye. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate your support. We have so much fun hanging out with you after the games, night in and night out, and chatting with you. Um, if you are listening to this on an audio or a podcast platform, come join us in the chat one day if you've got the time. It's a lot of fun hanging out over here with the Cove Crazies. And as always, don't forget to check out gophnx.com where you can read all of Gerald's articles, get some more exclusive content over there, get um, access to our members-only Discord and our members-only discounts on our merch right now. If you are a gophnx member, you can get 20% off all of our sun style t-shirts. So if you haven't checked that out recently, head on over to phnxlocker.com and also become a member at gophnx because it helps us. But at the very least, rate, review, subscribe. We really appreciate it. Once again, thank you for tuning in. I'm Lindsay Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at lindsaysmithaz. That's Espo. You can follow him on Twitter at Espo. Espo, take us home. Just remember, the tattoos are hidden, but the DMs are open. Ahoy hoy! <laughs>